I am so sick and tired of hearing people online talk about Facebook ads the way that they do. They're the devil. They're the answer to your prayers. Which is it? <sighs> Luckily for you, I am breaking it all down in this episode of On Your Terms. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to read you one of the latest reviews of my podcast, On Your Terms, on Apple Podcasts. Carly Wano says, Sam Vanderweelen's podcast, On Your Terms, is an absolute must for all entrepreneurs. The episodes are not only interesting and inspiring, but you'll walk away with a step-by-step on what you need to know to operate as a small business owner or entrepreneur. This podcast and Sam's ultimate bundle takes all the guesswork and stress away from protecting your online business. This podcast is a total game changer for anyone looking to start, grow, or scale a business in 2022. Thank you so much, Carly. I really appreciate leaving that review of On Your Terms on Apple Podcasts. If you want to be featured on a future episode of On Your Terms, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, send me a screenshot on Instagram at Sam Vanderweel and let me know, and I'd be happy to give you a shout out on a future episode. Until then, let's get into this week's episode all about what is the deal with Facebook ads? So I want to go over all of your questions today about Facebook ads and what the purpose is of Facebook ads. Um, I think like some of the pros and cons, I'm going to bust up some of the myths that you might've heard. If you've heard all these like horror stories before about, you know, this person lost all this money, or this was a total like tank for this person. I'm going to break some of those situations down. And I'm hoping that you'll leave today's episode with a bit more clarity on maybe why you've seen or heard some of these horror stories before. And I'm also going to give you nine concrete tips and things that I would put into place if you ever want to run Facebook ads, whether it's tomorrow, a year from now, three years from now, it doesn't matter. I'm also hoping to just like make you feel a little bit better about whatever decision you make in your business in general, really about anything, but in particular about Facebook ads today, yet there is no one way to do this, right? I call this podcast On Your Terms for a reason. I really strongly believe believe in this. It's like the ethos of my business. And so there are so many ways to do this. I break down my own personal journey with Facebook ads, what's been great about it, what's been really hard about it, um, and how I got into it. And I also share with you how I waited years and years before I got into Facebook ad land, right? And if I were to do it all over again, I would do every single thing that I tell you in this episode. I have learned a lot of things the hard way. I like to think that I've spent the money to help you figure stuff out and be more efficient with it. And so today's episode is going to be really helpful for you if you're just curious about Facebook ads, if you run them now, if you're thinking about it in the future. So with that, let's get into this episode of On Your Terms. So if I had a dollar for every time that somebody told me like, my business isn't working really well, or I wish I was making more sales, I'm not working with enough people. You know what I think I'll do? I'm going to start Facebook ads. Well, then I could take all those dollars and I could put them towards my own Facebook ads. But I'll be here all week. All right. So anyway, I can't tell you how many times I have heard from people, and you probably have too, and maybe you've even thought this because I used to think this too, that if something's not working in your business, then the answer to your little business prayers might be Facebook ads, right? If something's not selling enough, you throw Facebook ads at it. If you want to create a passive product, you think, how am I going to sell this? Oh, I'll, I'll just start Facebook ads. And then like somehow it'll magically sell. It's really similar to the logic that we all use when we start our businesses and we, you know, pop up our websites for the first time. And then we're like, okay, I hit publish on this blog post. Like, why aren't all the inquiries rolling in? Why is the New York Times not calling me for a quote? I don't understand. I've hit publish on my website. I think there's just so much of this, like we we don't we sometimes think that 
the product that we create. And I don't mean like just the literal product that you sell, but like your website or the actual product or a piece of content will just somehow magnetically and naturally attract people to it. And we don't realize that creating that thing, whatever that end thing is, is really just the beginning of this process of <laughs> figuring out even more steps of, of how to bring people to it, right? How to lead people naturally to the water to get them to drink, right? But we don't just like put a glass of water out and everybody just starts drinking out of it. So I see that a lot with Facebook ads in terms of people expecting it to just naturally attract people in or naturally work or something like this. Um, and I also think that people think that even once they've got a successful business, that you can just like turn on Facebook ads, right? So maybe you've like, you've already started working with clients, you're already coaching people and you're like, oh, I don't feel like having to talk about this stuff on Instagram anymore. I'll just start Facebook ads. And then everything will just happen naturally. No more sales, right? Or I don't have to be present in my business. I can take my foot off the gas. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today because I feel like I've thought all of these things in the past. I've gone through all of these myself and I've seen so many other people go through it too. I think overall, when it comes to Facebook ads, there's just like two things going on. One is that people are throwing a lot of splashy things at you on Instagram, both from the ad side, right? Admittedly, people will be like, ads are the answer. The ads are amazing. And then also from, I, I see it more, I guess, in the business coaching side where people use a kind of like an anti-Facebook ads approach to get you to buy their thing instead. That's something that you see a lot in the online business industry in general is this like, don't, you don't need a website, buy my business coaching package. Or like, you don't need Facebook ads, buy a funnel thing. Like it's, it's always, it always seems like people are always like shitting on one thing in order to get you to buy their thing. And it, I, I just want you to keep that in mind when you're kind of consuming content of like, are they poo pooing one way of doing something just so that I get to buy their thing. Like, I think that's something that's helpful because the truth is that like a lot of this stuff is helpful. Like you need a website and it's great to run Facebook ads if you can, if you want to, we'll go over that today. Um, you know, it's great to run a funnel or not run a funnel. Like there's just not one way to do this stuff. It's not so black and white. And these things can't be discussed in such a vacuum the way that they are on social media. And it just, annoys the crap out of me, honestly. So I think there's just like a lot of black and white thinking. Either part, people are like hardcore against them. And then you also see, you know, sometimes I see people being a little too flippant about it, right? And there, there are a lot of people just being like, yeah, you just got to try. You just got to start somewhere. Like just start running ads. We'll see how it goes. If it doesn't work, you can pause them. I don't think that's good advice either, right? And I, I think when people are against them too, like they, again, are kind of using it as a as somehow to draw you into something that they're advertising for themselves. Can we all just take a moment, by the way, I, I always talk to Ryan about this, my husband, Ryan, I always talk to him about this, that like, I find it so funny when I see so many people in the online business industry, like shitting on Facebook ads, because I'm like, you guys realize like every business advertises, right? Like advertising is a normal way of running a business, right? Target runs commercials, Nordstrom runs commercials. I, we were in the Hamptons this summer. There was an entire uh, bus, like a like a bus that people could take, I don't know, from somewhere. And Nordstrom had wrapped the entire bus in an advertisement to bring people to the Hamptons. And I'm, you know, I'm just looking around that we're constantly hit with advertisements. Facebook ads are just one form of advertisement. And I don't understand. I've said this in previous episodes, like I don't understand. Sometimes I feel like the online business industry, like 
shoots itself in the foot of like, why we want to be taken seriously. We fight to like with our families, our friends or co former coworkers or something like this to be like seen and felt as legitimate in their eyes. And then we do stuff like this where we're like crapping on Facebook and I just don't get it. I'm like, why? It's advertising. What's so wrong about it? Now, we can put aside all the issues with Facebook and, you know, watching the social network and people's addiction to social media. And like, that would be like 100 new podcast episodes for a different day. But I'm just saying in terms of advertising, I don't understand what the big deal is. Um, If you don't want to run them, don't run them. If you want to run them, run them. So I'm not here to tell you today that you should. I'm not here to tell you you shouldn't. I just wanted to kind of have a more open discussion as to like what really you know, should be going on in your business um, in order to run them successfully. I've seen some real nightmare situations, so I'm going to share some of those with you today of just a little bit about my experience with Facebook ads and what I've seen in the industry. And I'm hoping that this episode will just kind of like cut through some of the noise and some of the motivated reasoning, to be honest, that that's thrown your way to tell you to invest or not invest in them either way. So basically, what we're going to be talking about today is that there are so many different ways and reasons to run Facebook ads. And what I'm hoping is that in today's episode that you'll, first of all, see, maybe get a little bit more clarity as to whether or not you even want them, whether it would be helpful to your business, but also if it is something that you're interested in, then what things do you need to have in place in your business in order to successfully run Facebook ads? There are many, many different ways to do this. You can run Facebook ads for anything from things like awareness, right, of your business, your brand, or your products. Familiarity, familiarity I can never say that word, to, to become aware of your brand and for people to be familiar with, with you and like to hear about it constantly, right? Really that top of mind sales um, situation. Also to make sales, right? People just run Facebook ads to run sales all the time. And for things like opt-ins, right? Getting people to opt into your freebies, to listen to your podcast, to watch your webinar, whatever, and to nurture your audience, last but not least. But uh, nurturing your audience is an important part of running Facebook ads. It's not a part that I hear a lot of people talking about. So I'll be really excited to chat with you about this today. So there's also the all of the above combined approach, which is the one that I take. So I'll share openly throughout this episode about, you know, kind of what I do, what I have done to get things in place in terms of running ads, because I've been running ads for now, like for a year and a half-ish. So basically ads need, Facebook ads need a pathway, right? They need a funnel. In my opinion, the the main reason that Facebook ads don't work or the reason that you or haven't worked for certain people is that people don't run them with intention and they don't run them through a pathway, People think that if they just put these ads up, the people will come, right? Kind of what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. And and ads really need a pathway. I, for example, I had a friend years ago who, I mean, this was like a long time ago. She invested in Facebook ads to run Facebook ads to her free discovery calls. So she was a coach. She would get on a sales call with someone and then they would buy her program. And she just ran ads directly to this sales call. Now, imagine you being on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. You get hit with an ad from somebody you don't know, right? It might be a picture of them. I mean, it depends on what they're using for creative. And this copy in the in the post is just like directing you to book a call. And you're like, for what? About what? Why? Is this me? I don't even know. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. Why would I want to get on the, the phone with you? Not to mention the fact that 
running an ad to a free call is like a surefire way to get on free calls with a lot of people who are just seeking free calls. Like it shouldn't be that easy, right? To get on the phone with you. Um, and you can go back and listen to my sales call episode. Those are episodes 20 and 21 of On Your Terms. I talked about sales calls, but we don't want to just end up on the phone with just anybody, right? That's like a surefire way to waste your time and to not make very many sales and to not be able to grow your business because you're always on the phone with the wrong people. So we don't want to do that, right? And we want to run Facebook ads with intention. So that's an example of where I saw that, where it just like, it didn't really make sense. I had another friend though, on the flip side, who ha already had a very successful business. So she wasn't, the, the first friend I was talking about was running this because she wanted to generate more sales. She wasn't happy with the, the amount of sales she was making. I had another friend though, during that same time period, who already was making a lot of money in her business. And she was like, you know, I just don't feel like having to do all the work to get people into my program all the time. So I'm just gonna run ads to like purchase this program, right? And it was a total flop. The ads didn't work, right? Her program is super successful. She's an amazing coach. All of that stuff stayed the same. It's just that the ads don't work. And then that's why you end up hearing all of these horror stories from people about like, oh, this person lost 20 grand. This person lost 10 grand. Like it's a, it's throwing money down the toilet. That's why you hear all of these stories because these stories all have a reason behind why the ads didn't work. It's not that ads don't work. It's that their ads didn't have any purpose or intention or there was something off, right? Something in their funnel wasn't working. Something in the product wasn't working. Something in the creative, the, the ad stuff that you see, right? The, the visuals, the copy wasn't working. It's not usually because ads themselves don't work, right? Any ad expert will tell you that. So the list can go on and on. I could tell you these stories all day long and you've, you'll hear horror stories left and right about people who've lost so much money with Facebook ads. I, on the other hand, am somebody who could tell you mostly just success stories on uh, from my business's perspective about how incredible ads have been. And that doesn't mean that my Facebook ads and my my experience with Facebook ads has been without like any bumps along the road, right? So when I first started running Facebook ads about a year and a half ago, I started out by doing kind of a hybrid approach where I was making the creative myself. I was writing the copy and the company that I was working with would at least just review them just to give some like pointers and tips of like, oh, it's not good to say that in a Facebook ad because some things get rejected. And then we would run these ads and they would help me to understand like the audience and stuff like this. So when I first started running them, Facebook kept shutting down my ads account because Facebook is just finicky, right? It's it's all like run on these like AI, you know, algorithm things. So they would catch certain words and they would think that it was spam and they they don't allow Facebook ads for like MLM type stuff. So they, they, if you use money, like terminology, sometimes that can get to be an issue. There are all kinds of things. And I remember being like, immediately being like, oh my God, this is why I never wanted to do this. Everyone was right. Facebook ads are horrible. This was a terrible mistake. I've wasted all this money. And I spiraled and went into all the mindset drama about it. Right. Over the next couple of weeks, um, I would say like a month or two into running the Facebook ads, everything, we kind of got that stuff all ironed out. I understood what words I couldn't couldn't say. I understood how to phrase things. I started to learn some of the more like visual um, trends at that time, which are not even trends anymore. And I got my feet under me with Facebook ads, right? Pretty quickly, because I already had a funnel in place that was selling really, really well organically, pretty quickly the ads worked, 
Right. So I was somebody who like, I don't think you have to do this like me. You don't have to wait so long. But I was so scared and so resistant to it that I did wait a long time. But I think that because I did, my ads team tells me this all the time. um, My funnel was so like ironed out. It was successful. We knew it converted. We knew people loved the products, my ultimate bundle. And we also knew that the webinar was really good, right? That was the freebie that was kind of leading them in. We knew that it was good. We knew it converted. We knew that we hit people's um, questions and objections and all of these things, right? And we just had everything really well in place, right? So for me, going into Facebook ad land was really like pouring gasoline on an already roaring fire, but it just kind of made it like whoosh, go up, right? It was it was a lot. So it has definitely amplified, I would say, and it's and it grows more and more and more over time, right? And then the algorithm gets better and you like you start to learn more about audiences and like all of these things. And I would say that the more I've done Facebook ads, I've also realized that how much about it is about creative. So about the the visuals, the video, the photos that you see, and then also the copy that you see, right? Because you have to remember, this is being shown to people who have no idea who you are. It's also being shown intentionally to people who do know who you are, or at least like follow you or are on your um, email list or something like this. So you have a lot of work to do with ads, right? I think that's why it's that's why people are wrong when they think that it's just like slap up an ad and everything works out because there's there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot to it there's a lot to it it's very complicated right so ads have been great for me um they have also been a pain in the ass because you get nasty comments on your on your ads right um and it's it's worth it but it's just i'm just being honest about some of the some of the downsides um and it definitely increases the volume of your business so i think like it could i could also see a disaster for somebody who you know if i had done them any earlier i don't think i would have had the infrastructure in place in my business on the back end like the systems the processes, the the people, the team members to be able to deal with this level of volume. Now, of course, if you're starting out and you haven't and you, you know, your funnel is maybe a little smaller, like my funnel already had sold thousands of products and stuff by the time I started selling ads. Again, you don't have to wait that long, but I did. So I think the amplification was only going to be more because I had already sold it a lot. But if I had started it earlier, I think it would have been a more of a drip situation. So you might not have like the volume problem for a while, right? But that's hopefully the goal. And so as it grew, I definitely needed to have things tight on my end in order to deal with all the stuff that came from this, right? There are also times when things have changed, like algorithms have changed, um, there, all the like privacy stuff has changed, the iOS changes, you know, there are all these things have changed. It's definitely an arena to go into if you're okay with things changing and with like being on your toes. I really like that. I really like evolving and pivoting. It doesn't bother me at all. But if you're somebody who's like, I need everything to be the same for the next three years in order to feel comfortable, this is not for you, right? So it's exciting to me. I love the innovation. I love like getting to problem solve with the team all the time about this and to come up with ideas. I feel really creative about it. I have a lot of fun filming the ads. So that's kind of been my experience, both good and bad. It's helped the business a lot. There's definitely a lot to it, though. Um, it's expensive, you know, yada, yada, but the return is great. And so I deal with it. Again, it's a, it's a form of advertising. It's, a, it's part of my advertising budget for the business. That's how I advertise because that's where my people are hanging out. I don't need a billboard 
on the highway, right? That wouldn't be very helpful for me. I don't need a commercial on TV. That's not going to be very helpful for me. So that's, again, why I don't really understand why people like freak out about this because I'm like, we're just advertising to our people where our people hang out. I don't know. doesn't seem that crazy to me. So with that all in mind, I would love to give you some of my best tips um, for how to approach Facebook ads, how to get certain things in place in your business if you want to run them, or maybe you're running them already, but you're not really seeing the results that you want. I think you would take a lot away from this. So first and foremost, let's remember what the purpose is of Facebook ads. The purpose of Facebook ads, in my, this is just my opinion. (laughs) So in my opinion, the purpose of Facebook ads is to stay top of mind, right? This kind of omnipresent top of mind marketing strategy where we have to remember that people are not only inundated with your quote unquote competitors, right? Yes, there are other people who do what you do, but they're also just inundated with a billion other thoughts in their mind, let alone images and messages on social media right? So right after they see your latest post, they're getting hit with a ad from Olipop and then, you know, one for branch furniture and then another one for Grove Collaborative. Like they're, they're seeing so much. And I think when we think about our businesses, you know, they're very big in our minds, but then we kind of forget how little it is in everybody else's mind because you're carrying this around. It's like your baby, right? Um, or maybe your, your non-human baby if you have human babies. So you know, you're carrying this around and you, it's very top of mind for you. And so I think sometimes it can be hard to remember that you're not necessarily top of mind for everybody else naturally. So Facebook ads are just one way to kind of like basically reshuffle yourself back to the top of someone's inbox, right? You're kind of bumping your your business all the time to the back of somebody's or to the top of somebody's inbox. And you're getting to the top of their mind, right? So they're seeing your ads, it's repetitive. We know that things that are repetitive become more normal and accepted, right? So, and familiar. So this person's name becomes familiar. Maybe the name of your product or your program becomes like second nature to them. Um, They know who you are. Your name is synonymous. I've talked about this a lot too. Like, getting to that place where your name is synonymous with the thing that you do is a really, really helpful thing in online business. So, one way we can do that is through Facebook ads. I also think they can be attention grabbing because I always think about how, you know, we're targeting people with ads who might follow us already and maybe have some level, like they're a little bit familiar with us, but we also are landing in front of people who have never heard of you before at all. And I always think about this, like with what I do in particular, because it's, you know, I get it. It's not like it's boring and it's dry, right? Typically speaking, I think I tried to make it like as interesting as humanly possible. But with something that I do, people might not want to like follow somebody like me on social media. They might think like, I just want to get my contract and be done with it. Like, I don't need to hear about this. Right. Or like, who wants to follow a lawyer? I've heard that one before. So I think, you know, depending on what you do, you might face that kind of attitude from somebody. But I sometimes think that ads are a nice way that we can like break those barriers. So I very intentionally, and this is like hot tip right here, I very intentionally use like playful and casual and fun ads as a way of getting people's attention, but also in breaking down that barrier because that is such a core part of my business anyway, right? Like it's such a core part of my business for people to realize like, oh, I thought you were going to be this like stuffy lawyer. And in fact, you're like pretty down to earth and you can break things down in a casual way. 
yeah, that's me, right? That's my brand. That's my actual product, right? That's what your experience is going to be like if you buy the ultimate bundle. You don't like all of a sudden come into it and face a stuffy lawyer like you're with me. So I think like ad, I always think of the ads are kind of like the first time we meet at a party, right? And you're like, oh, she's not that bad. I was kind of, you know, I came in with some maybe some judgments and some preconceived notions. It's not that bad. So that's one thing. The other thing is that you can grab their attention with maybe something that they didn't know um, or weren't aware of. Oftentimes, I think one of the best ways to grab somebody's attention is either by busting a myth or by telling them something that they didn't know they didn't even know. Right. So particularly in my industry, it can be really helpful to be like, hey, did you know that you even have to do this? Or like, have you been having these thoughts, but you weren't sure where, you know, you could go to get them solved, like where to get your contract? I can help. Right. So just kind of um, I think breaking down some of those barriers can be a great way through Facebook ads to get their attention. I would also say that we can build new awareness, right? So there might not be, there might be people on Instagram or Facebook who might not even know that someone like you exists. So one thing that I hear a lot from people who get served with my ads, they'll send me a message and be like, you know, I had all of these questions, but I had no idea that somebody like you even existed. Or I had all these questions and I wasn't sure if there was somebody who specifically focused on online business. And then boom, there you were in my Instagram feed. So there can just be this like new awareness and that people didn't even know they needed to know about or that you existed. And that's great. I also think that Facebook ads, one of the other last purposes that I'll share with you is that I think Facebook ads can be the closer. So Facebook ads, I think, can also help you to close the deal when people have been following you. They have been checking out your product or program for a million years. And then now they're like, uh, you know what? I hear about this thing all the time. You hit them at the right moment when they actually need something, right? Or when whatever becomes available or it's it's like now's the time that works for them to need your product and they get served with your ad and boom. Or maybe it's that something's on sale or there's a promotion and they see it at the right time. So I think that those to me are the main purposes of running Facebook ads. So when can Facebook ads be helpful in your business? In my opinion, controversial opinion alert. I think that Facebook ads are really only helpful to somebody once their business or product and program, if they're running ads to it, is proven. So I think that you have to have created a product, sold that product, um, actually have like social feedback about that product, right? Have some social proof. Um, and then there has to be a pathway to that product other than you just directly selling it one off. Cause there's going to have to be, if you want to run ads, they're going to have to be additional steps, right? You're not just going to run ads to someone. They're just going to be like, Ooh, I'll buy that. That really only works in like the, e the true e-commerce business, in my opinion of like somebody selling, you know, a shirt or a mug or whatever. And they hit you with the right ad. And you're like, I always wanted this thing, or you were talking about it and your phone was listening to you. And then they serve you with an ad about it. So I think that works really well for them. I think for, for most of you, you're probably in the service industry. And so I don't think it works very well for the service industries. Um, so with that, I would say a business or product that is proven, a funnel or pathway that's been built to that product that's already converting, it's already working. And then Facebook ads would basically just pour gasoline on it. I think that another great time, if you're somebody who has that, right, if you have the, the product or program that's proven now, um, another great time to run Facebook ads, in my opinion, is when you don't want to be so ever present on social media. But please don't 
mistake me that by saying like I am not saying that you do not need to be on social media once you run Facebook ads. It's just that it's not as bad. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So it went from for me at least having to do kind of like a daily training on Instagram, you know, put daily posting, Facebook groups, Facebook lives, Instagram. I was like, oh my gosh, so much content. And that was like what I would call fast content, like content that goes down the toilet, like things that disappear, like stories, right? Um, and so it was a lot of that. And I think what was really cool uh, is seeing that Facebook ads took some of that pressure off. But hang in there and listen to the rest of this episode because there's a really big but to this one that you need to know about that's very, very crucial. Um, and you do not want to make this mistake. I I have learned this. And so I'm going to share it with you in a couple of minutes. But please don't misunderstand me that I'm saying you don't have to be on Facebook at, or um, on social media. It's just that you don't have to be like, quite as present and always on the app as you might be right now if you're not running ads. Okay, so what things then do you need to have in place in order to successfully run Facebook ads now or in the future, right? So even if you're not in the place right now to run Facebook ads, these are the things that I would be working on if I were you to do them in the future, even if you don't end up doing it, right? None of these things are going to hurt you. So I would just do them anyway. (laughs) But if you want to run Facebook ads, I would like really do this. Okay. So the first thing to have in place, like I just mentioned, is a proven product or program, which sounds like really like a very simple thing to do, but in fact, it's very complicated. And I broke this all down for you in episodes 13 and 14 of On Your Terms. So I would definitely go back and listen to those episodes. But the gist of it is that you have to have a product or program that is actually helpful to people, that people really like, that they get tangible results from, that you get social proof from, right? And that will be so clear that to the right person that it will be helpful to them. So I want you to go back and listen to episodes 13 and 14 if you haven't already. Um, so you can learn more about creating that proven product or program because I teach you how in those episodes. But that is definitely the first thing. The second thing you have to have in place is that you have to have some sort of process in place of getting people to then buy that product or program. If you don't have that yet, right, if, if it's just like you're just going on social media and say, hey, buy my product, hey, buy my program, right? Um, and that is, you know, kind of a little bit of a system, but there should be probably a few steps before that, like some sort of freebie that leads to some sort of nurturing that then pitches your product and program automatically so that your job actually becomes about promoting the freebie all the time and getting as many people into that top of funnel freebie and then letting them float through and purchase your product automatically because that's what you're going to run ads to. You're going to run ads to the freebie. You're not going to run ads to the product until they've watched the freebie. So it's like add to the freebie. Someone watches the freebie or reads the freebie, engages with the freebie. Then you serve them with a what's called a sales ad, which is then when you say, hey, buy this product only once they've been introduced to it through your freebie, right? So that's why it's really important to get this process down. So you want to work on that. If it's a sales call, um, then you definitely want to download my free email templates from my pre-qualified before they buy freebie. I'll drop the link below in the description. Um, That's a three email template series that I created for you for free that gets people on your sales call for the right reasons and gets the wrong ones um, to cancel or reschedule because you want to make sure that you're only getting on sales calls with people who you can actually help and who actually need and want your product or program. And if you're ever going to run Facebook ads to it, you definitely need this in place because you want to make sure you're not just booking a bunch of people who want a free 30 minutes or a pick your brain session. 
The third thing that you need in place is a free opt-in that starts to automate the purchases of that product or program that you have, right? Again, I'll refer you to episodes 13 and 14 of my podcast because it does help you to learn how to create that little baby funnel. This does not need to be complicated. Um, Yes, my funnel is very complicated. It was not complicated when it started. So you have to start somewhere and it can be very simple in the beginning. So you want some sort of free opt-in, whether that's a webinar, a downloadable thing, a video series, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter, except that it has to be really highly valuable and highly convertible, right? So it has to, it has to do a lot of uh, very specific things, which I talk about in episodes 13 and 14. So you'll want to listen to that, but essentially you want to start working on that before the product item. So what is going to be the thing that we're going to lead people to through these ads? The fourth thing that you need is clear messaging and brand identity. This is essential for any business to do well, no matter whether you ever want to run Facebook ads or not. But if you want to run Facebook ads, this is going to become like if you don't have this down now, it's going to be one of those things that's going to be really obvious once you start to run Facebook ads. Because first of all, a lot of people run Facebook ads and you're going to be competing with a lot of other different ads. But you're also going to get served to a lot of people who don't need what you're talking about. And and you're also going to get served to people who do need it. And so your messaging and your brand identity has to be so clear that people can immediately like self-select essentially be like, oh, that's for me or oh, that's definitely not for me. Because otherwise you're going to get a ton of opt-ins to your stuff um, and then they're not going to actually buy because it's not going to be for them. Or you're not going to have opt-ins at all because people aren't, aren't going to understand whether or not what you have to offer is for them. So it's really important that you get this down. The other reason is that because when you start running ads, a lot of people are going to you know move over to your pages, your um, Instagram account, your Facebook page, and they need to be able to see what you're all about when they land there, right? And people have the attention span. I don't even know if it's fair to goldfish anymore to like say that people have the attention span of goldfish because I don't even think it's that long, but it's pretty short. And so if they end up over on your page and they're like, what is she talking about? She's talking about this and that and the other thing. It needs to be very clear. You need to have a clear bio in Instagram, a clear link to get to your freebie, um, a clear, you know, I like to see kind of like quickly what people stand for, what they don't stand for, that kind of stuff. So you want to be really clear with this. The fifth thing that you have to have in place is a consistent social media strategy. Because remember, you're using social media to run ads. So remember earlier when I said, don't get it twisted. You cannot just stop like doing stuff on social media just because you're running ads. Ads are not an out for you to be on social media you're literally using social media to run ads. So when we run Facebook ads or Instagram ads in particular, you know, people are seeing this Instagram ad and then they're just tapping on your profile and they're going over to your profile, right? I notice I get consistent follower growth when our ads are running really well. That's always a good signal to me that I'm doing something right on social media too, because they're not only getting served with my ad, but then they're clicking over and they're saying like, oh, I see the content that she's sharing. I get what she stands for. Going back to number four, um, they see my messaging, they see my identity and they want to follow, right? So being consistent on social media is really important because you want to make sure that as people are getting served with these ads on social media, that they're then getting brought over to an active and engaged place, right? They see that you're active. It's not an old account. They can see what you've been up to. Um, I like to have something always in stories so that people can kind of feel connected right away with like what's going on right now, not a post that you've made like three months ago. So 
that's kind of my my general approach to this in terms of making sure I have a consistent social media strategy. You also have to start thinking of your social media strategy as more of like a nurturing place um, because people are going to get served with your ads and they are going to click over to your profile and your ads are going to be like constantly going out to all these new and different people might even go out to the same person a couple of times who hasn't decided to follow or hasn't decided to opt in to your funnel. And I like to think of my social media strategy as being like the second piece, right? It's like the second layer that steps in and nurtures them so that when they do click over, they see all this different stuff that's going on in my world, whether it's podcast episodes or a live legal workshop or something like that. So it's really important for number five to have that consistent social media strategy. Number six is that it is crucial if you ever want to be successful with Facebook ads that you invest in creatives and visuals and good copy for the ads themselves. So this is not something that I would necessarily recommend doing yourself. Um, And the copy in particular, I would not recommend writing yourself. A lot of copywriters will write Facebook ad copy, so you can ask them if that's a service that they offer. But it's really, really helpful because the language is so like the amount of copy is so short most of the time that you like really need to get to the point. Like we even run like short ads and then long form ads because sometimes people are just like reading the first line or second line. Sometimes it's just like a little quick hit. Other times it's like we want to tell them a story. So there's a lot of strategy behind all of this. It's not random. Nothing that you see is random, at least in my business. And so it's really important that you have somebody who understands that nuance and can really like pack a punch with their words, even if it's only in a few sentences. The other part of that is the the creatives and the visuals. That's where it's, I think a lot of people try to DIY this and that tends to be where it goes a little bit wrong. Um, So first of all, at least in my opinion and in my business, video are performing better overall um, than things like a static image, right? So I think for any of us who have been in online business for a little while, we were kind of used to like the Canva era of like just creating, um, you know, a, a tile looking thing that's just like free workshop, five steps to legally protect and growing on them. Like it was just kind of flat. Right. And I think that now um, we're really we have been experimenting for a long time now with a bit more playful strategy video, music, like all different kinds of stuff, moving things that are moving, attention grabbing refer back to everything I've said in this entire episode about not only people's attention span being not that amazing, um, but also to, you know, them getting hit with all these different ads, having a million things on their mind, you know, global pandemics, like there's just a lot going on. So we have to do what we can to stand out, but to also like show parts of our personality. So again, I like to show that like you might prejudge me as thinking I'm like dorky and stuffy and I'm like, you know, relatively dorky, but I can actually like throw down. So I think that, you know, it's important to show the parts of your parts of your personality through the ads and show people what you're about. Maybe break some of those stereotypes about your industry, about your business, about who you are, whatever, um, and just show a little bit of your uniqueness. And I think you can do that in particular in the creatives and the visuals. Number seven, have a clear vision in mind of what you are here to use ads for, right? So it's really important that you are clear about what your ads are for. So I talked a little bit earlier about the different kinds of ads and the reasons that you can run ads, but are you doing this for visibility, for nurturing your current audience? Are you trying to build up opt-ins? Are you trying to build your email list? 
Um, are you trying to make more sales, right? Are you trying to like just grow your audience for some other reason? I think it's really important to get very clear and any good Facebook ads team or manager that you speak with is going to like spend most of their time getting really, really clear on your goals and your vision first um, before creating any sorts of campaigns. But that is for sure a very important part of this process. Number eight, I highly recommend when you can to work with a professional, a Facebook ads expert, because first of all, I hope that they would help you with copy and visuals if they have more of like an agency or a team, Um, but also because the landscape of Facebook ads is constantly changing and evolving. Again, I don't mind this so much. I like things being kind of like diverse and fun and like switching things up. And I feel like I'm always on my toes with ads. That doesn't really bother me. I don't get me wrong. I have my days where I like complain to all my friends. But overall, I think that's why if you tried to DIY this yourself, I would be a little nervous. I'm also very nervous in general in our line of work of like, you just trying to be too many things at once, right? It's you're already going to be a million things at once, right? You're going to be your copywriter and your part-time web designer and you're like, you're the coach, right? Or you're the creative. And so you're, you're already so many different things. I get worried about you trying to be your own lawyer and your own accountant and your own Facebook ad specialist and your own this and that and the other thing. It's a lot, right? especially with something that's constantly changing, something that's highly specialized, right? And there are people who spend their whole day um, and their whole careers doing this. And so I I get that that is a a luxury and a privilege. It was not one that I could have swung for a very long time. And so that was another reason why I waited. I never wanted to do it myself. Um, I didn't want to take on learning how to do Facebook ads because I knew if I did, I would never stop because it would be so interesting to me. But I can't do that, right? As a CEO, I have to work on my products and I have to serve my customers and I have to be like the marketing person. So it's really important that you, you know, you remember this and that if if that means that you wait and do it right, in my opinion, it would be worth it. That's what I did. I waited until um, until I could. Now, I just want to give you one little note about that because I remembered this as I was saying it. I didn't I did not start running Facebook ads when I was like super jazzed about throwing th- thousands of dollars out the window. That that was never I don't know that I still am. <laughs> but but uh, you know, or taking a gamble. I felt like it was a gamble at that point. And so one of the reasons that I waited. This is actually a very important point. Very important. Okay, listen up. Let's listen up, okay? You want to invest in Facebook ads when it's an experiment that you can afford to experiment in, right? It is not going to sink your business. It's not going to harm you financially. Will it be a hit if you lost the money? Of course. I'm not, no, I mean, like, who's at a place, other than like Apple, I don't know who's at like a place that no one cares about that. So, of course, like I thought about when I was investing a few thousand dollars in the beginning, I was like, oh man, this would hurt. It also wouldn't have derailed me one little moment, right? I would have kept going. So it would have been like, that sucks. I would have shed some tears. I would have complained about it. I would have been upset, but it would not have impacted my business. I would have been able to continue operating, right? I did not dip into operating expenses. I was able to pay my taxes. I was able to pay my team members. So like all those things were true. And I think that's a really important thing to remember because a lot of times these horror stories that you do hear about people, it's because they, they, they kind of took a bet on Facebook ads and lost, right? And so you don't want to go to the casino with your last dollar and hope to turn it into a million, right? So that's that's not a strategy. 
um, that's desperation. And so we don't want to be there. If that is the place that you're at where like this would crush your business or it would really financially harm your business, we want to work on strengthening the foundation of your business first. Then you're not in a place for Facebook ads yet, which is okay. I also just want to normalize this more that like I waited, I don't know what, four almost four years to invest in Facebook ads. Um, so, and, and again, it was a choice. It's not mandatory. It's like, I, I just decided because I was interested. Um, I knew my funnel was working really well. And so I thought, hmm, I guess I could get this to more people, right? Like Facebook can get this to more people than I could standing here on Instagram every day. My dad was also sick. Um, and I was like half the time in the hospital with him and sitting there with him at chemo. And I was like, I don't feel like, um, you know, having to be like, hey guys, here are three things you need to know about your website policies every single day. I wanted to do that. I love what I do and I love talking about what I teach about, but it wasn't possible for me. It still is not possible for me to do that every day. I'm not in the mood half the time. Right. <laughs> so I wanted to see if Facebook ads could help alleviate some of that. And that is exactly what it did for me. But it is a choice. It's just a form of advertisement. Like, I kind of want to, like, take away some of the power from all of this. You know, it's a choice. It's an experiment. And it's okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> if you don't do it, you're still going to be okay. It's okay. Right? So last but not least, the very end, this kind of goes to what I'm, what I was just saying. The ninth thing that you need to have in place, last but not least, is a scientist attitude. I talk about this so often. I think having a scientist attitude as an online business person in general is so important. But having a scientist attitude is essential if you ever want to run Facebook ads or are running Facebook ads because this shit is going to be experimental, my friend. It's experimental. Ads take time. Sometimes they don't work great in the beginning, but then they start to work great. Sometimes they work great and then they slow down and then they work great again. Oh, there are bumps along the way, right? And it's okay. It's okay. It's all an experiment. And it's also an optional experiment. You don't need to. If the stress of doing this doesn't work for you, don't do it. Build up your business in another way. You know, build up your SEO, build up the foundation of your business, build up your SEO, have an SEO-driven, evergreen-driven uh, content strategy and, and work on your funnel. I mean, I could have been very happy just running my business the way that I was, right? I was making plenty. I was very comfortable. Things were very simple. It was fine, right? I just have like really large ambition for this business. That's not totally possible with me just screaming about it every day on Instagram. So that was why I went into it. I waited until it wasn't going to wreck my business. I'm so glad that I did. I have had this experimental attitude the whole way, and I think it served me really well. So those are the nine things that I would have in place if I were to run Facebook ads <laughs> now or in the future. I'm so curious what you took away from this episode. I'm curious if like I changed your mind about something, if I brought something to your attention that you hadn't thought of before. Um, maybe if you even came to some sort of decision in this episode, I hope you'll send me a DM on Instagram at Sam Vanderwielen on Instagram um, and you'll let me know what that was. I would love to know what your takeaway was from this episode. Um, but until then, uh, until I hear from you in my DMs, I will chat with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of On Your Terms. Thanks so much for listening to the On Your Terms podcast. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. You can also check out all of our podcast episodes, show notes, links, and more at samvanderreeland.com slash podcast. 
You can learn more about legally protecting your business and take my free legal workshop, Five Steps to Legally Protect and Grow Your Online Business at samvanderwielen.com. And to stay connected and follow along, follow me on Instagram at samvanderwielen and send me a DM to say hi.